Do you hate your job? Of course you do. So do Liz and Noah. Now it's time to join their conversation so you can figure out how to quit your soul-crushing job. Welcome to another episode of When Can I Quit My Job? My name is Noah and I'm joined as always by my lovely wife, Liz. How hey. Are, how are you? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> How's it going? Pretty good. Pretty yeah. good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so today I want to talk about going back to work. Mm-hmm. So if yes. you've been listening to our podcast this year, you know that uh, it's been a rocky year for us. And li- well, we both got the flu and then uh, that took me out for probably like 10 days. And Liz had lingering effects probably brought on by the flu but not necessarily totally related to the flu and so where are we with that well last week i went back to work part-time because i was feeling better so that's the whole back to work thing yeah so you have recovered to the point you probably are you you're still not feeling 100 percent, are you um no and i don't know if i ever will but don't say that okay <laughs> I'd say maybe like 80, 85%. Okay. And before you got sick, 80, 85% of before you got sick? But back to normal. Like I'm feeling at, I'm not at okay. 100% okay. myself, but. So you, yeah, so you started going to work again last week? I did. How'd that go? It was good. Um, well, so I'd mentioned before, I just really wanted to get back to my normal routine, my normal schedule, and this did help bring that a little bit. I also am realizing more and more how I'm not a morning person, at least temporarily, <laughs> in a way that I've never dealt with. So even when I was a kid in the summer, like when I wasn't in school, in college, like between semesters or like in high school, I was not the kid sleeping until noon ever i was <laughs> i've always been more of a, a morning person than a night owl and and even and like like i said so during school and stuff you have to abide by that and so you're forced to kind of become a morning person but then even mm-hmm. during the summer like i'd still want to wake up earlier have my day and right and now and and that of course it can be a little challenging like maybe in the back of my head I would think, oh, I wish I could sleep in more or something. I don't know. And now it's it has just been way more of a challenge than ever the past, like, I, I don't know, six weeks or so yeah. that I've um, kind of like, and I haven't even really been sleeping in super late, even now being sick, but getting up and getting around and feeling like up. I feel like that takes mm-hmm. hours now. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Does it have anything to do with the fact that you're you've cut back on your caffeine? Have you still cut are you still I have cut back, yeah. Yeah, good point. So maybe I have had some caffeine. So yeah. I haven't been totally devoid of caffeine. So when we were trying to figure out what was going on with her, there were all these variables and basically you did more or less like an elimination diet kind of thing for your health. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to get rid of these variables like spicy foods because it can lead to heartburn which can lead to other complications and caffeine and so Mm -hmm. you know what what else did you do 
Um, well, so I'm attempting sort of uh, gluten-free. I'm definitely not like the best at that, but, and we in general haven't had a, a whole lot of gluten in our house just because of mm-hmm. the kinds of food we like to eat. But for things like bread or going to restaurants and stuff, there's always exceptions. But I mean, I, I think I tried to be even a little bit more conscious of it because of coming off of the holidays when we really... It's not that we don't care that much and we buy stuff that is bad for us into our home. It's because of all the parties and the get-togethers. Right. So we we consumed so much that we wouldn't have just because it was around us from all the gatherings. So even though now that's been like two months ago, um, I wanted to just really try and do a better job of cutting back on gluten. Just not because I have like, what is it, celiac? I don't have like a confirmed sensitivity or intolerance to gluten. It's just because I've read that it causes inflammation in the body. Right. And just like, I mean, consuming lots of carbs and sugars will will do that. So, So for me, which inflammation in the body can be bad for me, I just wanted to try and cut out things that can cause inflammation. Right. And so... I've, I also cut out alcohol, which we'd talked about way back, like yeah. starting the year out that way. And I've kind of kept to that. I've, I've had a couple I drinks haven't. here and there. <laughs> this isn't about you. I know. <laughs> well, you said we talked about. Well, yeah. So I was sharing yeah. my half. Yeah. So yeah, so I cut out alcohol because that can also cause issues. Like so um, refined sugar, alcohol, gluten. I have tried to cut back on some dairy and I think Mm -hmm. because we eat together, you've probably had a little less dairy too. Yeah, that hasn't been something I've been purposely trying to do. It's just kind of happened. And then I've been trying to add things in that have good like probiotics and prebiotics and just drink more water. So I'm still like... I'm not perfect at any of those things, but in my mind, I figured it won't hurt and it'll just give me a better board to spring off of than if I'm, if I'm trying to get better from a place where I'm eating a lot of sugar, a lot of carbs, not enough vegetables, like all of that. Like if I'm coming from that kind of a place and trying to get better, I just feel like it'll be that much harder for me to get better. So that's why I wanted to preface it by saying I don't have like a gluten intolerance or like even maybe a sensitivity. It's more of I wanted to try and cut back on carbs and sugars, which a lot of them have gluten. So it's, I don't know. They're they're just kind of related in that way in my mind, I guess. But yeah. So do you think any of those changes, do you think they have to do with your struggling to get up in the morning now? Um, Oh yeah, caffeine. That was the (laughs) the thing that, the other thing I cut out. You didn't cut it out, but you greatly reduced it. I greatly reduced it, What were you doing before and what are you doing now? So before I would have just regular coffee in the morning. And I would say on a heavy caffeine day for me, I would have two cups in the morning and then maybe one in the afternoon. So I'm not even someone who constantly consumes caffeine throughout the day. Maybe even on a slightly heavier day if I was really needing or like really not needing but jonesing for a soda and that had caffeine of course um, at least most likely then that would be added to my day. Mm -hmm. Um, And my coffee cups aren't even that big. So I mean I'm not guzzling caffeine all throughout the day but that's just so you have a picture i guess of what i drink now i drink decaf and then i also switched to this um 
It's called herbal coffee. So that's like a caffeine-free, at least mostly caffeine-free. I mean, I think there's like trace amounts of caffeine in it. Um, but it's like a, almost like a tea and like spices that it brews in a French press like a tea. It's amazing. Anyway, we could probably link to it. It's it's okay. a really good substitute because um, it's made here locally in Fort Wayne and it's mm. amazing. I don't know if you can get this kind of a thing anywhere else. Um, so that's what I'm doing instead and like Trish trying to have tea and like it stinks because when you go and if you want a soda, which we're not huge soda drinkers, right. but caffeine free stuff isn't an option when you're going out. Like if we're bringing it mm. into the house that's not a problem but that's where i've definitely had issues because i tend to like colas if i'm craving a soda it's not sprite all the time right it's like oh i just really want a cola like a brown soda right (laughs) and those you can't really get in restaurants or like fast food caffeine free you can get diet and regular and that's it pretty much right Um, so so yeah that's what i'm doing now and i also stopped taking a medication that was supposed to help kind of keep me awake but Uh, then with some of the symptoms i was having that was like a very nervous anxious like like my heart would like my resting heart rate was very high all those things i thought i just needed to kind of clean that out and strip it away (laughs) yeah um well and a lot of the things going on with your health could be because of anxiety and anxiety related issues too right so i just didn't want to be all hopped up on caffeine right um so it could be it could maybe be but i'm not a doctor so i'm just trying to feel it out and like Mm -hmm. i think i'm feeling better and you know as we're recording this like it's the weekend and so i was really tired this morning but i'm kind of just like letting it happen and live in it and like Mm -hmm. i don't want to fight it with taking medications and i mean if i drink a drink with caffeine then you know so be it like maybe i'll decide to have a coffee later or something with with actual caffeine but um i'm kind of just trying to be okay with it like like it, it in my mind i struggle with it a little like psychologically because yeah, I wanted to take a nap this morning, <laughs> like two hours after we woke up, <laughs> which wow. seems like pretty crazy. I'm like passing out on the couch, but it's the weekend. So who cares? Right. Like, and at work, I mean, I'm, I'm, it's not like so crazy, like I'd fall asleep at work or something. So it's just kind of something I'm dealing with because for now I'd rather feel tired than how I'd feel felt like last month and the month before oh right sure yeah. of course yeah so yeah this is a l- lot of talking about my <laughs> caffeine and well, sleepiness issues but wind you up and let you go yeah well thanks yeah you'd think i'd have no problem with staying awake the way i'm talking on and on <laughs> but so i went back to work part-time so going in at 10 leaving at 2 so just four hour shift monday to friday mm-hmm and you basically were just talking to me about how great your boss is and basically they'll let you ease back into it however you want to more or less. Yeah, like I've just I've been so th- so beyond thankful for finding the job my jobby job that I have because they've been so accommodating and flexible for me through all of this and being sick and my health insurance. And yeah, like they're they're thrilled to have me back, but I think I try and tell them I have cautious optimism so i never let my guard down and i'm just like oh yeah i'm feeling great like i'm doing great i always kind of tiptoe around it 
<laughs> because, well, I guess because I'm afraid if I take a downward turn, I didn't want to be promising them and like putting them on the roller coaster I live on. So I kind of, um, I don't know, feel like I protect them or shield them from you that hedge. a little bit. I hedge. Yeah, because I'm, I'm on the roller coaster. So I just don't want them to have the really high highs and then low lows, I guess, in case in case I get sick again. But the great thing is I know they don't really, they won't really care. I mean, they'll care that I do better, but they want what's best for me and want me to take care of myself. Um, and so I'm able to ease into work as quickly or slowly as I want. So I think because of the morning issue, maybe I'll still go in a little bit later this coming week, <laughs> but, but I'm going to mm -hmm. be staying later. So right. instead of leaving at two, I'm planning to hopefully just stay until five when we close and kind of see how that goes. Cause I've been doing much better in the afternoons lately. And maybe we can um, try to hold each other accountable for uh, waking up a little bit earlier and getting used to that too because i probably want to start doing that anyway yeah getting back to i've i haven't been too bad i'm usually up getting out of bed by around eight but i might want to yeah well i think it depends like probably well so what's helpful is it's you know we're gonna be getting into spring here so we have more daylight right. so i think for a while like it was probably between eight and nine i would say for you like it and it just depended on that could happen but also it's not like your natural tendency might be to, like, if you had no job and didn't need a job, it'd probably be, like, noon or something. Stay up super late and sleep late. Oh, so, no. It no, you don't no. think so anymore? Even though no. you are you think you're past that in your life? Yeah. Yeah? I wouldn't see myself ever normally sleeping in past 9 or 9.30. Okay. I wasn't sure because um, we were just... And you know, talking about it's it. a it's a strange recurring theme. I don't know if it's strange or not. Maybe there's some something to it that I'm not that I don't quite get. But in a lot of the a lot of the books I listen to, they say that you need to be an early riser. Like it's I've heard multiple very successful people incorporated into their their talks and things like that. And so I don't like right now. I'm like usually eight, maybe thirty or something like that. If I change in the future, it'll be the other way. Yeah, I think even though I I am a night person, but I guess the nights that I stay up late aren't not usually doing the types of activities that are gonna get me where I want to go. So, right. I mean, That's socializing, yes, but you know, it's usually if I'm staying up till midnight or later, I am drinking, and uh, you know, socializing right. or whatever. Right. Or like you're watching a fight or a game or. Right. On your I'm phone. I'm not working on self-improvement or our business <laughs> yeah well and so that actually made me think of something else and that's how extra sleep can make you sleepy right like you can be tired from sleep and that could be what i'm experiencing too because i had that but i'm again i'm kind of living in it right now because i feel like i'm recovering from being sick right and and i think also once you start being able to exercise a little more too that'll give you some more energy mm -hmm. yeah like you've been getting a little bit you've yeah literally dipped your toe huh. into uh exercising my whole body again. yeah but yeah yeah so i think that too like i'm looking at this as a temporary thing as far as like the amount of sleep i'm getting i do require a lot of sleep and actually they say people with ms shouldn't be stingy with sleep yeah um that it's really it is very important it's important for everybody but i mean i think because of my chronic condition i just i i can't be the person that's running on four hours five hours of sleep a night that could be really damaging for me and like stress adding stress onto my body which would it would just be a really vicious cycle or downward 
spiral. Right. It would not be good. Um, right. So maybe I'm I'm overestimating how bad it'll be. Maybe it'll actually help me have more energy if I'm kind of getting up early and still getting adequate sleep, but like yeah. not the extra sleep that's also making me more sleepy. Right. Yeah. I think it's diminishing returns after eight hours. Yeah. But um, so on the theme <laughs> of going back to work. Yeah. I am currently looking for part-time work and so that's out of necessity for financial reasons basically but so i wanted to talk about it and be open and upfront about it it hasn't happened yet and depending on how things go with our business it's still possible it might not ever need to happen but as of right now the plan is to get a a part-time job and uh help that or have that help us make it over the hump so we already kind of knew this was going to be our bumpy time basically from now through may was like and may was may being your year may being my year of being self-employed right so uh so yeah i'm looking for a job probably between 20 no more than 30 hours a week i think um and i'm kind of being picky about it it's not it's not urgent but we're at the point just because well i mean just financially speaking uh we didn't have your check coming in last month and we also had some unexpected bills along tied along with that my Um, car needed some fixing car stuff medical bills so it's kind of a whirlwind of all the things that like right during the exact months when we needed to be you know on point and careful financially so what i'm hoping hoping is that what's the saying when god closes a door he opens a window yeah Um, i think that sounds right yeah so in just the manner that uh losing my job working for the university when i got fired from there you know if it felt terrible and you know Obviously, at the time, I was looking at it as a negative, but the, my next job is basically what, what opened my eyes to our current business and a lot of different things and made where we are possible. And um, so I'm trying to have that same optimism going into this, that uh, having a part-time job, you never know who that's going to connect you with, to network. Uh, you know, I it's possible depending on what job I get, I could run into someone who could you know, be even a mentor to me if I'm working for someone who owns their own business or things of that nature. So I'm not looking at this as a big loss, even though I was hoping my last job was the last job I would ever have. At least I can still say at least this point what I'm planning moving forward that it was my last full time job I ever had. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, and then hopefully this one will be my last job. I ever have because I really think after probably another if, if we have the kind of success this year that we had last year with our business we'll have the cash flow to, to support us basically and uh, you know we won't be rolling in in wealth at that point if we just do what we did last year again this year but we'll be in a really good place where probably ahead of where we could have expected to be but so I'm looking at this as an opportunity to I don't know what yet <laughs> but 
um, stabilize, stabilize our finances. It'll be great because because of the cash flow that we've built up in our business that this will now, hopefully if you get going back to full time and we're now taking in an additional income, we can, uh, we can use the additional money to start building our IBC accounts back up. Uh, if you don't know what that is, go back and listen to our IBC episode. I think it was the third episode we did. Um, but, and really start to give ourselves rebuild our cushion that we've kind of we've kind of gone through a little bit through investing in land and doing the business with only one additional income so yeah i don't know exactly what yeah, to expect right i'm not taking this as a loss i'm taking it as an unexpected turn and you know yeah i'm trying to be excited about it but i, I know these times like these lessons we're learning are going to be lifelong lessons and we're going to grow a lot from all this stuff that we're doing right now so regardless if everything goes wrong with our business and everything like that i i think this this time that we're going through right now is going to overall be as big of a positive as we allow it to be from the lessons we learn and through going through these experiences and growing individually and together as we go through it yeah and i think depending on what you get if you end up with a part-time job it could offer maybe some beneficial structure too for you and your day again because i think yeah coming back out of you say that a lot (laughs) i don't know i i think i was doing fine before but okay fine (laughs) well i mean getting up earlier and stuff like that like right i don't know i i i just maybe enjoy that and see more benefits from it than than you do i guess i don't know maybe we just have to disagree on that point um but i i think it would be beneficial in that way and when you have i don't know less time like and it seems more scarce i think you have to be a lot smarter about it sure i mean yeah i understand that side of it for sure and i mean i'm just pointing out like as a small one of the many possible benefits of it not like the sole benefit and like right that's why yeah no (laughs) yeah yeah when i've heard this said a lot and and it's true to a point where if well it makes it it is only beneficial if you're driven enough to to follow through with it but when you have like when when i had a full-time job and i was all into this business and i wanted to make it work i had you know x amount of time like i couldn't do it before work because i was working at waking up at 5 50 in the morning and i'm not a morning person uh and i wasn't getting home until you know four o'clock usually later and so basically if i was going to make the business work and then you know i usually make dinner which takes a little preparation and then we eat and then it's you know eight o'clock by that point eight or eight thirty and bedtime's 10. So, you know, I, you really have to be strict about setting a tie, aside the time to make the business work if you're going to be doing it that way. So, yes. And then when you have free reign over your time, it's easy to say, well, okay, you know, I'm supposed to work from 1 to 5 today, but I'll, you know, 1.30 is good enough. Or, you know, I had a good day. I can quit at 4.30 and things like that. And my the structure I have set out for my business changed depending on different circumstances with how you know integrating vas and things like that and i i didn't always update my schedule and print it out and things like that but um yeah i know what you're saying and i talked to someone who did basically their only job is the land business and he said be really careful because when you have all the time in the world it becomes harder to hold yourself to you know doing the things you need to be doing so yeah. I understand that yeah. for sure. Yeah, I mean, I felt that rule. when I lost my job, I was, I well, I probably told you this, and I know I told my mom this recently, that when I was looking for jobs and wasn't working, and so I had all the time in the world, 
I felt like the least productive I've almost ever felt in my life at like trying to get anything done. And right. I mean, part of that, I think, was I felt really sorry for myself. Like, you know, I was I was not very happy about that time in my life. And so right. I was not very motivated. But even without that, like, I, I think it's a really hard thing. So and not that I thought yeah. you were doing especially bad at it. I was just saying that could be a benefit to help just snap it back maybe a little tighter into something. Right. That that you would want for when you're not working at that job again. Yeah. I get, I know, I know what you're it's saying. No I, get, oh, I get, I just am defensive because I, I feel like I allocated my time pretty well, but you know, it's my own, my own hang up getting defensive about it. You're just, you're so sensitive. <laughs> but so yeah, it does mean, Hey, we'll have another, we'll get to have another big announcement. Uh, if, if I land a part-time job and I get to quit again, you guys will get to go through the whole thing over <laughs> again with us. So, Or we'll be doing so well, you won't need to in this episode. Oh, we'll true. Be, yeah, it's yeah. possible. <laughs> All for nothing. This could be a relic. Who knows? But yeah, I just, I don't know. Well, so if, if you, ah, this could be, this could go long. Just I was going to say, if you, go. if, you got, if you got fired from your current job now. Me? Are you talking yeah, to me? If you got fired from your current job now, do you, do you think you'd be able to go in with a different mindset from the last time? Or do you think it'd be the same thing all over again? Like with my time and yeah, like well, looking like you for were a just, job? Like you were just saying, like you were feeling oh, pity for yourself and yeah. you, you know, it was a really bad time in your life and you weren't, you know, able to motivate yourself to get things done. Maybe slightly better because I had gone through that before. I'd probably feel very betrayed depending on the circumstances of my hypothetical getting fired. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Because while well, they've been so great to me now, I guess it would really depend on if it's like if it's their company's not doing well and they ha- it's like a layoff versus something else because they all seem to really like me. So if it was like if it felt more personal, I'd probably feel like very betrayed <laughs> and like mm. not I'd probably take it very hard. Yeah. Um, but I think I would still hopefully be able to bounce back a little bit better doesn't mean i wouldn't take it hard <laughs> yeah but i also I well mean, so just from having to? just from having the the retail jobs that were my hold me overs like i could go back to either of those places and get work right. if i wanted because i left on really good terms there they'd be happy to have me so even knowing that like because I went from like zero, like from nothing to like, okay, now I have to go get these retail jobs because I was having trouble Mm -hmm. finding work where like if I got fired tomorrow, I could go work those retail jobs like- And make more money. (laughs) Well, well, if I worked them full time, but at least I could do that almost probably almost instantly and get some hours of work while I'm looking for jobs where- During that time, I didn't even have that. I didn't have the immediacy to like go get a quick retail job or I wasn't thinking about it. I was too proud. I was like, and I don't know where now I feel like I could do that a little easier. Do you think you'd be able to have the mindset of of that even if you felt betrayed that in the long run it could the the benefit could outweigh the the circumstance like are you able to put yourself in that mindset even when you're like emotionally hurt or you know what i mean Hmm. like Like the window like there's the window waiting for me the door closed and now i have to find the window that's open yeah or yeah to try to to keep your mind open to to you know, gain some kind of experience that's going to help you in the future and to, to 
take the optimistic, you know, positive mental attitude side of things where, you know, this could lead me to something bigger and better and ultimately be a great benefit for me. I'd like to think so. It's really hard to do. Um, and definitely yeah. having you to help and encourage me makes it more possible. And I feel like that's kind of something my mom would say too. I mean, not in the same words, but I have family basically that's just really encouraging. And because we've now been talking about it for a couple years, several years, I, th I think it's stuck. I mean, I think it's there. It, it's still really hard, but... Yeah, of course. Um, but yeah, I don't really know. I I don't know if there's any to, anything to like maybe the idea that the more you you fall down, the easier it is to get back up. <laughs> but um, maybe a little bit, maybe a little. Yeah, I'm just curious what you thought. Yeah, I think it it you just it depends on when you you caught me, like what kind of a mood I'm in, like because I I think right. logically I know well, all this and I think I have great opportunities and great people rooting for me and all of that, but that doesn't mean I wouldn't have hard times where maybe I'm not in that best mindset and right. thinking those things. Right. Well, yeah, that goes back to, I mean, this goes back to what we always talk about, which is the weather versus the set of your sail mm -hmm. kind of thing. And getting fired is the weather and your set, the set of your sail determines what you do with that. Right. So. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I can't even really ask you the same question necessarily, or maybe, it, I mean, it wouldn't be a firing, but like, so maybe it's the, all these different circumstances and you have to get part-time work. So you're not getting fired from your current job. Right. But. Well, I had, like, I had a little pity party for myself when I realized I was going to have to get a job again, but I think I got myself out of it pretty quickly and yeah. tried to see the other side of the coin and see the benefit that could come from all this, which I mean, the, the downside versus the benefit. I mean, the benefit way outweighs it. Like, cause there's endless, endless things that could come from this just for me getting a part-time job. Whereas the, the downside is just, I have to get up and maybe dress up in a tie and lose, you know, dedicate 20 to 30 hours of my week to someone else's dream instead of my own but really it's supplementing our own dream at the same time so yeah no i'm good i'm i mean i'm glad because i think in the back of my head i was a little bit worried about your thoughts on it but actually it might have almost all happened in your head before you even like your internal struggle might have that all happened before you really started looking looking for jobs and you had kind of thought yeah. about that like you oh, i don't know if it was before the new year that you yeah. talked about that possibility so yeah at least like you kind of had the foresight like to see that it was going to be potentially needed right so you had some time to maybe like digest it a little bit i don't know right. do you think that's true at all or yeah i think so i mean but most of the time when i thought it was possible i was like oh but we could probably avoid it and that would suck so i don't want it to happen <laughs> like, yeah i didn't yeah. mentally prepared myself as far as like positive mental attitude kind of stuff well i feel like you've been handling it really well thanks so i mean for what it what it's worth well i appreciate it <laughs> so i think we said most of the things we wanted to say so maybe well we'll definitely keep you updated on what happened obviously yeah so uh and we'll be back next week with uh we've already recorded the next habit so if you were tuning in today expecting habit number four that'll be out next week so uh and then we'll continue on with that unless we have new updates then maybe we'll push it back further you never know all right sounds good so thanks for listening talk and to you later we'll talk to you later <laughs> <laughs> yep bye
Thanks for listening to When Can I Quit My Job? Please remember to support the show by visiting whencanIquitmyjobshow.com and clicking the Patreon and Amazon links. Also, subscribe, rate, and review the show on iTunes. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Tell your friends about us. Liz and Noah are not financial or legal advisors, and all information given on this podcast should be consumed for entertainment purposes only.